0: Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on notlg.com episode 238. We're going to talk about AEW Dynamite and that's pretty much all we're going to be talking about this week but before we get into that my name is John and joining me as she does every time we record an episode of this show is the Sasha Banks to my Bailey Marianne
0: I'm sorry what <laughs>
1: They're a tag team
0: I know that but I'm...
1: Took me a Man, minute Man
0: oh, I people. I remember remember WWE remember when I actually watched that product
1: barely I'm about to watch um, We'll be watching the horror show at Extreme Rules in a couple of hours. I'm sorry, here. what? That's what it's called. That's the name of the pay per view.
0: Horror show?
1: The horror show at Extreme Rules.
0: It's gonna be a shit show, isn't it?
1: Probably. Yes. Cool. There's cool. a ma- there's a match, Marianne, where it's Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins, and the only way to win is to remove the other person's eye. <laughs> it's an eye for an eye match, and I'm not making this up. <laughs>
0: I wish everyone could see my face.
1: I am not making this up.
0: That is the stupidest thing ever. I am...
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad.
0: I, I am so... Ugh. I've been trying to sell... Like, because I'm trying to save up money and stuff, I just sold a Naomi shirt the other day mm-hmm. and shipped that out, and I but I wore my Cesaro shirt yesterday, oh nice. So I feel like that's gonna be like the only one I'll keep. It's <laughs> just like my Cesaro <laughs> stuff. or or if it's a shirt that fits me really well, yeah, but other than that, I was like, I'm gonna wear this shirt today, so I wore my Cesaro shirt and I matched my makeup to it, and I just took the dog on a walk and didn't go anywhere else. Nice, so yeah nice this is just gonna be a nice slow episode i'd like to start recording sooner so it's not like we're recording a full week after the episode already came out oh but okay i'm trying to i'm trying to get back on the ball man last week and the week before that especially last week was just not a not a
1: (sighs) not a fun week for mary it was it was
0: not a fun week you guys didn't know i did not say it i kind of got dumped by the guy that i was seeing he like totally read me for filth psychologically and i just sat there and cried and then i thought we were okay and i went to go leave and he's like you know this is goodbye right and then i was like whoop this was overly dramatic and i was not expecting it so i just sat there and i cried on him for like 30 minutes and it was just not a good time and i miss him and it sucks and johnny p has been there for me johnny
1: that's that's jaron
0: and uh george And Dan Barry, (laughs) those are those are are the those are the people that have been there, and I'm I'm just really bummed out about it. So even though I knew it wasn't going to work, but I mean, don't let somebody tell you that there's a shit ton of stuff wrong with you, but also kind of take what he kind of take what they have to say to heart a little bit. Right. I just contradicted myself,
1: but. (laughs)
0: that's kind of what I do but I mean he none of the stuff he was saying was stuff that I hadn't like kind of heard from people before mm-hmm. so I'm like I need to get my shit together you know because he has his shit together and then some so it's like and he would he would like make me food and go out and buy me things and I'm like how did I manage to fuck this up oh yeah I talk too much that's what my problem is um I interrupt people I, seeing John's like yeah you think uh, <laughs> I don't know what's happening anymore. But yeah, I want to I want to get my shit together and start doing like hobbies and things. But who knows? What have you been up to this week?
1: Oh, John. Oh boy. Um what have I been up to this week? I have been trying to get uh the stream set up over here. I have I think I sent you
0: the green screen?
1: Yeah, I got the green screen and I got some lights and I got a my webcam set up. I'm just waiting for um I'm still trying to get the microphone set up correctly. I thought I had it and then I found out that um the microphone I would be using doesn't uh is not compatible with my PlayStation. So
0: Have you Are you going to be streaming inside the Tokyo Dome? Because that's what I keep saying.
1: Oh, I, <laughs> I Have your
0: green screen that. background be the Tokyo Dome?
1: The inside of the Tokyo Dome? I could <laughs> yes. probably do that. Uh <laughs> as- Actually, maybe I'll do that tonight for uh for that hashtag shows stream.
0: <laughs> just be inside the Tokyo Dome. Maybe I'll just,
1: I'll be broadcasting live from inside the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> um. Yeah. So th- so
0: everything's like a big deal. Yeah. I just want you to do a video for me at some point. That's like the shitty green screen video from uh, uh, that episode of the Gentleman's Club with Jugulak flying through the sky. Oh yes. That. <laughs> Okay. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you really should.
1: (laughs) Oh my god.
0: I believe I believe it's the covers the cover picture of Jaron's Twitter. I don't know if it still is, but that's a great picture.
1: (laughs) It is. It's a very, very funny picture. Um, but that's basically what I've been up to. I've been watching, you know, I've been doing work watching um what, All Stars and Canadian Drag Race, Canada's Drag Race
0: uh we are team Priyanka in this household
1: yeah we are for sure absolutely Priyanka
0: and her mex colors yes I love me some Priyanka and this was before she even responded to my tweet that I said yes but Priyanka is funny charismatic just genuine like I would throw money at Priyanka to just sit there and be effortlessly funny (laughs) this is so good I also kind of like Boa too because Boa is like I'm gross and I know it I don't care Boa is great I
1: actually love Jimbo I love I love Jimbo, but I also really love Lemon. Um, I
0: love Lemon too.
1: Lemon is great. Um, I yeah, I very. Lemon's
0: a great drag queen name because it's super weird.
1: Yes, it's great. I actually let me see if I can find. I took a video. I was gonna send it to you. Um, and I was gonna be like, any <laughs> anyone says anything. Okay, let me, I, this might mess up, but we'll see. Uh, um, I was gonna send you. It just says like anyone says anything. Priyanka. Oh it do- it doesn't work. Oh maybe it does. And then Priyanka reacts. <laughs> it doesn't play. It it's too low. Never mind. No. It's just like everything she reacts to is like what the fuck? Like every time everything every reaction is what the fuck? It's so crazy. Oh,
0: it was so funny. It's very funny. And the thing with Drag Race that I've been telling it to people I was like obviously you can only watch Canadian Drag Race like if you have wow presents plus yeah, but I was like, and I was like, you look at it. And if you don't know that this is one of the first times that the, like this particular, like Canada's drag race is really bringing back the challenges where they have to make their own outfits. Yeah. And that's, that hasn't, you haven't seen that consistently for a really long time. We've been seeing it in all stars, but it used to be a regular thing where it would happen all the time during a season And you haven't really seen it since like season three or four. And so now queens are paying like tons of money to get these outfits made ahead of time, but they don't even know how to sew. Yeah. And so I didn't think that's what my problem was when I originally saw the runway before seeing the episode. I was like, what is with all of these busted ass queens? These outfits are awful. And it's because they made them on the show. Yeah. And I was like, that makes sense. Still, there's still somewhere I'm like, that is a questionable. uh, I can see your lace type thing Mm, Uh, but I hate ripping into it because I know how hard it is to put on lace front wigs but if you're going to be on TV you at least need to master that (laughs) like come on I can clock your lace but still it's that you guys drag race is so good you know how many straight dudes I've gotten hooked on this shit it's so good
1: it's fantastic
0: it is so fucking good Jimbo's the best
1: Jimbo is great I really like Jimbo I
0: totally against that zipper outfit that Jimbo made though
1: oh yeah
0: it was the l- wrong length. No, <laughs> we're just like talking about drag people like I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like that dress I was like it would have been cuter if it was shorter, but mm, who knows. It's I- so
1: weird to go from like first introduction to Jimbo to like now where like the first introduction you're like what is happening right now. It's
0: still what is happening. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't changed. I still have not figured it out. Also there's so many there's so many names that come along with drag race that would make great pet names. Yes. So it's like yeah, but Mets Priyanka even though it wasn't even on purpose, but Mets colors Priyanka is top-notch shit.
1: Absolutely. 100. Also
0: Indian Indian queen in general, top-notch shit.
1: Yes. Agreed. So Agreed.
0: I'm just happy that Kine's gone because Kine was such a bitch, but this is another good season because so many of these queens, because Canada for being such a big country does not have a lot of people. So therefore they do not have a lot of queen choices. It is anybody's game because they're sending the famous ones home first.
1: Yeah. It's, it's pretty nuts.
0: Kine is a cunt.
1: Yeah. Straight.
0: Holy shit. Oh my
1: God, dude.
0: Delusional. When,
1: when she didn't get eliminated in the first, uh, the first episode, I went. This is the worst show ever. <laughs> but I but mean, they had to
0: keep her because her ego was so delusionally big. Yeah. And then they eliminated her next episode. And then fucking like I think it was like the episode right after that was, not it, uh, Kiara? Somebody, somebody wore an outfit that was basically the exact same outfit that Kaien got eliminated in. Yes. And I was like, why can you call this? This is not even a. None of these looks look expensive. The only person that ever has expensive looking looks. Is of early, and that's it. Yeah. She's the only queen that has anything that looks remotely expensive. But the nipple pasties need to stop. Anyways, this is a wrestling podcast. We got way off track. Nobody, everybody just clocked out mentally because nobody knows what we're talking about.
1: AEW Dynamite fight (laughs) for the fallen. Fight for the fallen.
0: What was up with that intro? I did not like it.
1: Well, you know what? I can't even remember what the intro was.
0: It was like the intro of everybody that was going to be on the fight for the fall. And at first I thought it was like the new intro they were doing. And I was like, oh, fuck no.
1: Oh, it was the song with the overlay of like so-and-so versus so-and-so. No, it
0: wasn't wasn't so-and-so versus so-and-so. It was just putting them up like it was like a, a cast. It, oh. it was like FTR. Yes. And then like it would be like the Young Bucks. And then it would be like so-and-so. And then it would just be like putting these random people. And it took me a while where I was like, okay, it's only these people on here. Oh, that's because that's the card. It wasn't saying who it was versus. It was just them randomly. I kind of want them to do an intro to AEW that's like a 90s sitcom intro.
1: I'd be fine with that.
0: That would be funny as fuck.
1: That'd be good stuff. So... Tony Schiavone. Somebody
0: needs to have an ice cream cone and then spill it and then go, go, damn it. Although I think we already got something like that with the best friends intro.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: That teaser video.
1: So Tony Schiavone is not on commentary because uh, his COVID test had not come back yet. So they said, you're out. And uh, Taz was the third man on commentary, which was, I guess, a nice change. I like Tony. So.
0: I love Tony.
1: Uh, and we opened the show with uh, an AEW TNT championship match between the champion Cody and the challenger Sonny Kiss. And Sonny had, they should have just given uh, g- given the belt immediately. immediately.
0: Because <laughs> that ass deserves its own belt. But also I do feel like Sonny could have taken tougher choreography than that.
1: Absolutely, but you also have to remember, like it's it was over ninety degrees outside. Was it really? Yeah, and uh, for them to do that whole dance routine before wrestling a pretty great match, yeah, uh, is something else,
0: dude. I want to say, and I really hope you get this. Sunny Kiss is the. Uh, oh my god, it already fell out of my head. It's Sonny kisses the Todrick Hall of wrestling.
1: <laughs> That's great.
0: I'm also right. Um, but yeah, Cody, we knew he was an asshole, but I think it was purely because Sonny just upstaged his entrance.
1: Yes, absolutely. 100%. Because
0: Cody's like, I have to have fireworks at every entrance, even if it's like not even an episode that matters. Even if I'm just coming out to talk, pyros, everything. <laughs> Um, but yeah.
1: This match overall was was pretty great. Um, Cody, super aggressive throughout the match.
0: I'm telling you, he got upstaged and he was pissed about it.
1: Um, oh, yeah. Sonny Kiss hit the crossroads and a crazy ass 450 at one point. Um, yeah,
0: also did an axe kick to the back. Yeah, which dude. Just like crazy. This was like a really wound up axe kick. But yeah.
1: This was a great showing for Sonny Kiss. Uh, and like I said, should be on television more often. And I mean, I hope with their, you know, Joey Janella and Sonny in a tag team, hopefully we see more of them, which means we will see more of a Sonny kiss.
0: Yeah. Um, Cody with a noob move.
1: Yes. Feet under the rope after the Aubrey Alabama like, slammer. What are you
0: doing? Alabama yeah. slammer on the rampa?
1: On the rampa, yes. <laughs> Um, crazy superplex. I will also say throughout this match and even the match after this, they kept cutting to Tully uh, every time there was a little Tully Blanchard in the crowd looking like a bandit with his He looked uh, his like a mask. Bond villain. <laughs> yes.
0: Like if you removed his like, scarf mask, he would be like have Jaws teeth. Yes. And then I looked at it more and I was like, this material looks like one of those stretchy book covers that some teachers would make you put on your school books.
1: Dude, 100%.
0: Right. But yes. then again, that's what I say about do rags also. They look like stretchy book covers.
1: The, but the book covers, yes. <laughs> used to having in school. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Cody took the turnbuckle off, or the turnbuckle pad, and it, Arn's reaction to it is like, what are you doing? So there seems to be a lot of kind of subtle Arn and Cody, Cody not listening to Arn. And then we also have Tully being cut to every which I guess is not so subtle, but we have him being cut to every like four seconds in the crowd. So why
0: I why is that? I've obviously been missing the past few weeks because I've just been
1: Well they know they've been cutting to to Tully for a couple of weeks and I mean not as much as in this match, goodness. Um but Tully
0: just is he poaching talent?
1: It, they 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 keep saying he's he's looking to recruit talent and the commentary is like well who is he who is he scouting right now and I think what's going to end up happening here is Cody is gonna turn on either Arn or the Elite like all of them and it's going to be um, a new stable with Cody Hangman Page and FTR I think that's what's gonna happen.
0: That's such a weird group.
1: I'm fine with it. I mean, and and they'll either be, um, it'll be Arn and Tully managing them, or it'll just be Tully managing all of them.
0: And then the entrance will be they all come in on horses. I hope so. <laughs> or or it'll be like they come in on the truck and they have a giant hay bale in the back that fucking Hangman Page sits on. Yes. Or something because he's already drunk. And he
1: can't. He can't.
0: Ah, uh, bless him.
1: So uh Cody ends up retaining after a really good match. Um and we'll see we'll see where that goes. But yeah. was it
0: Mirror or did was the crossroads delivered better by Sonny Kiss than by Cody?
1: It usually is. Anyone else that does crossroads <laughs> somehow does it better than the man whose finishing move it is. <laughs> Which is fine, I guess. Uh up next we had FTR versus the Lucha Bros. And why is everyone still driving in cars?
0: I I don't understand why they're doing that because they're not going much of a distance. And let's be real. Everyone needs to accept that this gimmick peaked with Sue.
1: Absolutely. 100%. It
0: peaked with Sue Marajulo just not giving a shit and doing shoot names all over the place. It peaked with Sue and it just needed to end after that. Like, I'm sorry. This is brilliant.
1: I mean, I agree. For sure. Absolutely. They should not be driving cars anymore after that because that was the best.
0: It was it was the best. I guess it was just a random idea that Trent had. Yeah, and then called his mom. Was like, "Mom, do you want to drive me to the ring?"
1: <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I will also so say good. I love that Butcher and the Blade and the Lucha Bros are apparently like best friends now, just driving around in cars, palling around.
0: I, I'm still trying to figure out those outfits because Andy looks like a Wes Anderson character. Yes, like the life aquatic of Andy complains. Well instead of steve zisu
1: there's the title
0: (laughs) the life aquatic with andy complains boom uh but that fd i don't understand those address those uh and uh wow 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 back up you'll get those outfits i've yeah i guess it might be
1: to differentiate them from what they wear to the ring i guess
0: one of these teams wears black and the other one wears white
1: i guess i I have no (laughs) idea
0: I don't know, but that FTR entrance, since they took the truck, was not good. It was just them walking towards the camera in front of like a dilapidated building or an overpass in just tiny underpants, and it was not a look.
1: Oh, not a look, huh?
0: It was not. Mm. Well, you can't just do that. Just be like, I'm out and not near a wrestling ring at all, and I'm dressed in just wrestling gear. So like wrestling gear out of context is just not a cute look. Yeah. Um. Uh, ever. Um, that being said, Cash Wheeler shirtless with jeans would have been a goddamn wet dream if that's the look they went with. You just the man's made gorgeous. The, list. My the God. man is gorgeous.
1: My God. <laughs> um, I, I'm pretty sure this is one of the first times these two teams have have worked together in a, a just a one on one match. Uh, but who oh boy, there was some struggling going on on some double team moves. That's for sure.
0: On on whose end?
1: On on Lucha's.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, That leap over the rope, though, that Cash Wheeler did into an elbow drop on Phoenix because Dash was holding him was smooth as fuck. There were so many hard-hitting, just... You could tell that FTR was definitely more on the same page.
1: Yeah, I mean... Which is
0: weird because Lelucha Bros are usually, like, flawlessly in each other's heads. Yeah. Uh, And this was like they this was just smooth shit and i was like this is this is the best work i've seen them do probably ever on like in wrestling in general everything they've done in aew so far has been stellar
1: yeah i'm i'm really excited to see where they go in aew um this match was like you said very hard hitting um i don't know if i would classify it as sloppy but some of it kind of looked a little bleh but
0: well, there were so many moves in this that I gave up even attempting to start mentioning because yeah. it was just, like, good shit. And uh, so many of the hard-hitting moves that FTR did were landed well. Yeah. Like like that one uh, uh, Cash Wheeler just posted it recently. The one where he did the... Um,
1: the Tope into the DDT.
0: Which was fucking
1: gorgeous. <laughs> that was great.
0: It was so good. Yeah. And then there was just, like, Tope, uh, heart eyes for sure. And... Phoenix is obviously amazing. I yes. forgot sometimes there's just certain points in that match where I forgot the Pentagon was there.
1: I mean, but Ray Phoenix
0: is, I is love a kicks. <laughs> Ray Phoenix is a star. He's fantastic. And nobody can like argue that, but for some reason it's like they were just off their game. Yeah. But also their styling, their wrestling styles like between those two teams is very different. Yeah. It and, is. I'm a huge fan of FTR. I remember I hated them. Yeah. In NXT. I fucking hated them. You did. And for some reason I was like, I can't tell them apart when uh very obviously I can tell them apart now. One of them is a willy willy and the other one is hot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but you just I would made still, the list I would still like them if Cash Wheeler was not hot. All right. That is saying something, John.
1: My God. Um, so we remove Ray Phoenix's mask and roll him up to get the win
0: we still totally saw his face but half of us already knew what he looked like anyway yes
1: um <laughs> and the bucks end up getting the key to the truck back from Butcher and blade uh kenny omega comes out to the ring with what appears what appears to be which is a little uh one of those little styrofoam coolers he gives ftr some beers and he uh, says
0: he's a nice canadian man
1: yeah, and he goes, oh, I will drink a beer with you, even though I don't do that. Um, And they pour the beer all over Omega's head.
0: Why?
1: Because they're evil boys.
0: Have they ever been face ever?
1: No, I don't think so. But um, <laughs> and then they go to start their car and it won't start. And that's how the segment think that ends. Was, do
0: you think that was a, a shoot or a work?
1: Oh, that was a shoot for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. That was so funny.
0: Oh my god. I looked at it and I was like, how is this Oh my god, the timing. You know what? You know who not would have not had trouble starting up that truck? Sue.
1: True. Sue would have started it no problem. It
0: would have been a smooth entrance and exit if Sue was in charge. Agreed. Big Sue. Uh,
1: up next we had Le Champion and the rest of the inner circle uh, coming to the ring because Le Champion has something to say.
0: What is he Le Champion of what now?
1: Our hearts and and the uh the demo he also just now now coined another phrase that he is the demo god of the demographic that aew uh looks at that is most important for the professional wrestling ratings
0: which is just and excalibur totally brings that back to him later yes it's good shit excalibur is like i'm not gonna let him get away with this but um He's too, too smart of a man. Hager looks like such a fucking douche, <laughs> as per usual. Per use. Per use.
1: So Jericho basically says, I had one of the best matches of my life last week. Everybody wants to see the rematch, and you're not fucking going to. Uh, Orange Cassidy comes out of the crowd, and he gives him the, the old thumbs up. But he well, ends, he
0: rips into him first. He calls get him "get the fuck out." Yeah, he was like, "you piece get, of shit,
1: piece of shit." Uh, and Orange Cassidy gives his uh, laxadaisical thumbs up, but he turns it into a lackadaisical thumbs down. And then orange juice falls from the that ceiling. That was tang.
0: There was no way that was orange juice. Orange juice is not that dark.
1: All right, tang falls from the ceiling,
0: <laughs> which is even worse. That's definitely more sticky.
1: Um. Yes, and uh, covers the inner circle mainly. Jericho Ortiz is selling, drowning in a puddle, selling his ass off. Um, and like
0: any of us were surprised.
1: Yes, and Jericho, his ja- his seven thousand dollar jacket is completely ruined.
0: It looks like it was sewn out of a duvet. Wow. Um, but uh, it was it was white. So first of all logically we should have seen this coming mm-hmm. um really you should have seen it coming like you should not be wearing white or and he was carrying a jug of orange juice and i was like that's a mistake i wouldn't even trust myself to do that because i would get a stain <laughs> on it um this was a classic teen movie trope of getting revenge on the mean girl
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was like the opposite of carrie <laughs> like opposite (gasps) or like or like that scene in never been kissed where she pushes the nerd girl out of the way when they're gonna dump dog food on her yes yeah i i knew that there was like a specific meme like like there was a specific scene where something like that happened but i can't i could not remember it but Uh all i could think of was just like i was like it's like carrie but if nobody died (sighs) and the opposite
1: fair uh, I don't know. Jer- Jericho joins us on commentary and we watched the replay like 8,000 times.
0: Yeah, because uh Excalibur was like, "Oh, you know what else? The 19 to 35 demographic likes replays."
1: <laughs> Very funny. Good it was stuff. so good. Replays. Uh and then we had Jurassic Express versus the Elite. Uh, Jurassic that little Express. thing
0: ahead of it marco getting so excited about this this obvious like nickelodeon slime fest yeah that was going on like he's never seen the kids choice awards
1: uh, he, um, yeah.
0: and then dad sorus being like okay let's go do you got your kick pads and he's like no and he's like oh it doesn't even matter whatever let's go jesus <laughs> cool dad sorus
1: um so jurassic express is luchasaurus marco stunt and jungle boy and they were taking on the elite which is the young bucks and kenny omega
0: jericho on commentary just screaming the entire time basically about how about how sticky he is (laughs) yes i'm sticky goddamn it and it reminded me of that one cards against humanity card that's just why am i so sticky (laughs) yes (laughs) orange juice uh, I loved how when um Jurassic Express came to the Ring Jungle Boy kissed Marco on top of the head before he got in the ring and I was like does he tuck him in at night? Oh my god, what if?
1: Maybe possibly. Um What? We, we also caught we we caught up with Hangman Page who is um uh, an unlicensed bartender which is very funny. Well, he was sitting
0: he was sitting at the bar who was serving him. I thought it was um Cash Wheeler went behind the bar.
1: Well, he was serving himself until FTR showed up a little later to have a drink with Hangman. So uh, we'll see where oh, that the goes. The things
0: I would do to have a drink with Cash Wheeler. Ugh. You just made the list!
1: Um, so we g- <laughs> we have a Kenny Omega, <laughs> Marco Stunt face-off, which is crazy. Um, and This entire match was just insane. There was, there was so Two much... Of
0: them- With just their weird, like, curly Q, wet hair. Like, who of these two is dweebier? Because they're both pretty dweeby. Um, We also
1: had Kenny Omega um, in full, I'm on the seventh day of a 20-day New Japan tour, so I'm just going to wear my shirt mode.
0: He doesn't give a shit. He's just
1: like, I don't care. I'm just here right now.
0: We need to talk about Jungle Boy putting on the goddamn brakes yes that was so cool he made inertia his bitch
1: yes he did
0: he went to go he what did he go to do
1: he went to um to give him a face buster and he blocked. he like did a half handstand thing
0: he like went down but then it was like nope and then went back up again and i was like oh my god why have i never seen that before but like i love how they were going back to like the whole omega and thing. obviously i watched it off the tnt website so i didn't get the uh split screen Uh experience and also i didn't watch it live so it's not like it mattered anyways but they were teasing that contest where if you find the the weird hashtags yes you can win like a zoom call meet and greet with an AEW roster member and i just laughed myself because i was like imagine if i won and i picked dustin like the call would be the call would connect and he would be like no this is a nightmare suck a butt i hate you bye goodness no he wouldn't even say bye he'd just be like suck a butt i hate you (laughs) imagine if he didn't know and it connected and it was me that'd be the funniest shit in the world like on my end but um i love jericho is just you know how we always talk about him constantly reinventing himself i love him constantly creating new lingo like words yeah he calls marco a little puke
1: little puke
0: when was that a thing Lil puke
1: uh the 80s Lil puke I think. Stunt. yeah I he's think...
0: bringing shit he's bringing shit back and it's like nobody hears that anymore or he'll just make something up
1: yeah i uh, love
0: him calling people fat heads that's my favorite
1: uh i loved marco um going on a flurry of offense and then flossing he does and then that. getting kicked in incredibly hard in his face
0: I, I've decided that that is now the universal body language for please kick me in the face is flossing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree. Not
0: sh- your teeth, the other thing. It should should happen. Please every- actually floss your teeth.
1: It should happen every time that someone does that now. They should just be kicked directly in the face.
0: It's kind of like asking for an RKO out of nowhere.
1: Yes. Um, Jungle Boy going toe-to-toe with Omega was good shit, too. Um, He completely bodied him with a clothesline he just you heard it you heard
0: the connection it was like ouch i felt it in my chest
1: Um, and
0: i've taken it i've taken like a chop before shit's not fun man
1: no no it is not
0: and clotheslines are really hard because you're definitely going against what your body wants to do yeah which is the last thing it wants to do is throw itself backwards for no reason
1: yeah absolutely so uh luchasaurus hot tag uh everyth- i have a note that just says everything luchasaurus does looks very smooth
0: yeah it's like i i mean luchasaurus and i had said this earlier in our group chat there is a etsy store called uh a flight flighty fight mm-hmm. and she's the one that made your little plushie of naito
1: oh yeah she used to plushie. have best
0: she used to have best friends ones mm-hmm. but she has luchasaurus ones and i kind of really want one
1: a luchasaurus uh, plushie Yes. Oh my God.
0: You can get a Luchasaurus one and a Jungle Boy one and they come as a pair. Cute. Or you could get an Orange Cassidy one, but I always all of her best friend stuff is always sold out and I'm so pissed about it. <laughs> oh my God. But um, they, you could like Luchasaurus, everything he does is so smooth and it makes me so smug to be like the WWE pass this shit up. They let him go and look at him now. Yeah. He's wearing a fucking dinosaur mask. Fuck you guys. <laughs> He's 65 million years old fuck you guys but yeah. i mean everything you say there's like nothing i could really add so like much like i am the enhancement like like i am your enhancement talent
1: Col- your color commentary
0: but kind of nice. um that was an enhancement comment there you go. which was basically what i realized all i have to offer <laughs> on this podcast
1: um there was there like at this point in the match it just got absolutely insane um marco stunt hit a 450 and then i'm not sure who hit we've had back-to-back weeks of insane canadian destroyers and it this was, one was um, i think crazier
0: it was luchasaurus and then jungle boy like like was like leaning up on his back or something and he lifted marco stunt threw him over and he turned it into a canadian destroyer so it was like an assisted off, canadian destroyer. off the top rope. yes so that's one of the things I love the most about Jurassic Express is that they use their height differences to their advantage as much as possible. So instead of um letting it cause problems, mm-hmm. they're like, Mark was incredibly little. We're gonna be literally using him as just like cannon fodder. Like <laughs> that's it
1: yeah you know like they they
0: take they take those differences and they make them a strength yeah and usually like that's one of the things i i like seeing about like pentagon and ray phoenix because phoenix is so is like not significantly smaller than pentagon but enough to where they could make it an advantage yeah but this is like the size differences are insane
1: oh yeah absolutely
0: The yeah like marco assisted moves all the time yes the tiger driver 98 which Apparently, we're all supposed to know that it came out in 1998, which I even knew. Yes, absolutely. And Jericho, bless his heart, automatically thinking that Excalibur is extru- like way younger than he actually is.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> he was like, "You were like five at the time," and he's like, "Actually, I was 18." Thank you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, "Dude, this means Excalibur is only 10 years older than me," and that's like, like my peak of how old I would date someone. Wow. I can still marry him and not have it be weird, right? Yes. I just say that because Excalibur's personality is so attractive. There you go. To me, like, that's the type of personality I love. Settlers of Catan box aside. Um, <sighs> <laughs> the la- the guy that dumped me was, like, huge into Magic the Gathering and D&D, which I was, like, okay with because, I mean, I don't have room to judge because wrestling. Um, yes. And half the other shit that I enjoy. But at the same time, I'm like, I tried, he tried to teach me magic, and I was like, I can't. Mm. Oh, there's math involved in this. And I know he you're a math teacher, but oh boy, cannot does. But yeah, there was snapdragons all over the fucking place. Um, it got to a point where obviously it was Omega and Marco for a large portion of this, and uh Lugasaurus like pulled him aside to like the ropes and was like holding him back from having. Uh, Omega attack him, and it, he basically like shielded Marco and put his own face in the. It was like, not my son, you bitch. Mm-hmm. Basically, yes, trigger yeah. me in the face instead. Not my son. It was a very uh, Mrs. Weasley moment. Um, yes, <laughs> it was just that shit was that shit was fun. It was um, lots of fun.
1: Marco gets hit with the one winged angel, which was uh, insane, and um that's the pinfall. But afterwards. Omega starts beating the shit out of uh, Marco, who has already been, uh, you know, beaten. Uh, it was very strange. He
0: doesn't even know what time zone he's
1: in. It was very uh, cleaner-esque of, of Omega, so I guess we'll see where that goes. Who knows?
0: Who I knows? Every time somebody says, like, the cleaner Kenny Omega, I will forever think of that cosplay I saw at Fanime that one year of the girl who was Kenny Omega, but as a maid. Oh, my God. And she had, you remember this. Yeah. You had to have been there. And yeah. she had like the skirt that said Bullet Club on it. And she yes. was like a French maid, but as Kenny Omega. And it was the fucking most brilliant thing I've ever seen. Oh, I will never, God. I will never not think of that cosplay. And then I think that girl again was Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh, nice. Later, but like Jushin Thunder Liger as like another form, like another weird like dress form or something. Speaking of which, you can get a Jushin Thunder Liger plushie from that girl as well.
1: Ooh. Oh, my I know so many I plushies know. Um, all damn plushies up next uh we just had a little interview with Hikaru Shida saying she will challenge let anyone challenge for the title all right
0: i i would just, i i just would like her to just speak it in her native language and because then when someone... she does it in english it doesn't have it doesn't have the same punch or no just have subtitles it doesn't have the same punch that she's trying to get across right like because because it's hard for her yeah so she was like it, she would be a lot more uh, more of a presence and more threatening if they just let her speak in a language she's comfortable with.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah, I I actually, I wonder when she's, I feel like she didn't start speaking English until, oh, <laughs> did you know, uh Hikaru Shida speaks English uh, with an English-British accent because she learned it in part from the Harry Potter movies.
0: Oh my God, what? Remember when I said she's boring? I take that back. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think that they should just let her speak in her native language because it would come her personality would shine a lot more, I think. That's so and it's not gonna it's not gonna be like I'm refusing to speak your language. It's just like remember when we would we would watch WWE and it was just really hard whenever they had Asuka talk. Yeah. It's the same thing.
1: That's so it's just like
0: just like if you can speak English and still have the proper inflections and everything. I'm not saying like that she's bad at it because you can still understand her, it's just it's harder for her to act when it's not her native language i'm just saying
1: i love that uh what kevin owens learned english from jim ross on raw and i love hikarshita's learning english from the harry potter movies (laughs) that's very funny
0: that is honestly incredible speaking of the harry potter movies i tried to send this to um uh a while this was a while ago to uh oh my god oh my god Oh, my. Oh, my God. Mick Foley. There we go. Sorry, I was like, I'm like screaming at myself Um, because he had that whole thing where he was talking about, like he had that whole documentary he did on like mall Santas. Yes. uh, Which was fascinating. Um, The actor who did who played Draco Malfoy, Mm -hmm. Tom Felton, uh, did not age well, but still kind of a hunk. Um, He did a a documentary on super fans Uh of things. And it was done very much in a style that Mick Foley would have loved. And I mentioned it and he DM'd me and was like, send me the link, but you can't DM someone back unless they're following you. And so I could never send it to him, but he wanted to see it. And I was like, he would have really liked this because uh, Tom Felton went over a bunch of, like not just Harry Potter fans that are like super fans and cosplaying and things like that. And he went over a bunch of different things. And he was like, what people need to realize is it's not something that should be frowned upon ever. He's like, it's an artistic way of doing it, and you should appreciate that somebody is so passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And I wish that there was something that I was as passionate about that that was more artistic instead of fishing and golfing because I'm British. You know what I mean? So it's like he's an amazing musician, though, too, if people didn't know that. He's incredible. And he's a really good skateboarder. Um, What a muggle thing to be good at. and. But yeah, it was just a really interesting documentary. So if you guys ever see the, it was on Netflix for a while, the McFoley one. My parents watched it and really liked it. Huh. But if you ever find the one on superfans, it's really interesting because it really kind of paints everything in a different light. So if you had like an idea of the way cosplayers are at conventions and stuff like that, because yeah, trust me, there are really shit cosplays. But the art that goes, the art and the passion and all of that stuff that goes behind it is really interesting. I just went off on a tangent. It was relatively on track, but at the same time. Uh, Hikaru Shida is going up in my book though. I did not know that. I think that's adorable.
1: There you go. So, uh, that documentary, that Tom Felton documentary, it looks like it's on, uh, YouTube on fusions, YouTube in different, in various parts.
0: Yeah. It's very good. Uh, speaking of things in various parts, (laughs) I swear to God, this is not like a bad thing. Have you, you've heard of Quibi, right? (laughs) Yes. How? Okay. So my, uh, my brother, Josh, he, um, we had the hardest time trying to figure out what the fuck Quibi was
1: Uh-huh.
0: because they kept having ads for it. And then I realized that it's like, like quarantine's way of doing smaller films mm-hmm. and like weird little artistic things. Did you see the one that they, um, did together with like the, like the, the kitchen that's helping feed COVID families where they put together and they did, um, they did, uh, iconic scenes basically the entire movie of the princess bride with various actors yes i did see that oh my god and they're remaking the princess bride
1: oh they are oh uh-huh. that's right they are
0: because they can't come up with anything new and in my mind i was like if you're gonna have anybody play wallace sean's character it should be Patton oswald <sighs> like and i think diego luna the hottest man of all time did a really good job as the Negro montoya as well But it was just like all the different people that were in it was so goddamn funny. Just Batista. I cried.
1: Yeah, it was very. I
0: fully cried. How great would it be if Batista played Andre the Giants part? I mean, nobody could, but it would be it would make sense because Batista can play that kind of character. We already know that. But it was the fact that it was Batista and David Spade interacting in the same scene (laughs) that killed me. I was like, these are my two favorite, like, like 50 year olds. They're my two favorites. I love them both so much. But if you guys haven't seen that, it's really fucking funny, and you can find it on YouTube. But God, Jack Black is so good too. Yeah. Oh, and I don't think Paul Red would make an amazing Wesley because he got the voice down like perfect. Mm-hmm. But anyways, this is this is going
1: again. But it's fine. I'm sorry. Uh, John Moxley <laughs> did a little promo wearing a wearing a kick ass Danny Havoc shirt.
0: Which Danny Havoc would have hated. (laughs) I have it from multiple sources where I think Chrissy Rivera posted about it. And she was like, I love like, this is amazing. But also I love how everybody's doing these tributes when we all know he would have hated it. (laughs) (laughs) I was talking to George about it and George was like, yeah, he has told me multiple times when he was alive that the last thing he wanted is he did not fucking want any tribute shows. Oh my God. And he's like, and you know who's doing a ton of tribute shows? All of his friends. <laughs> and yeah. he was like, and he would have fucking hated it. <laughs> Amazing.
1: Um, We had a tag team match between the Nightmare Sisters, which is Brandy Rhodes and Allie. Uh, they took on Kenzie Page and MJ Jenkins. And I didn't watch this.
0: Uh, Kenzie Page is the worst wrestling name ever. My God. And what the hell was Allie even holding? Was it an apple with eyes on it?
1: It had to have been an apple because she misses QT Marshall,
0: who clearly did not eat enough apples to keep the doctor away.
1: My God. Shoot, week. What a joke. Nyla Rose comes out and she said, and uh, Dasha says, Hey, who's your manager? And I wouldn't
0: have answered her either wearing that outfit. Mm -mm.
1: Nyla Rose says, I'm not telling you. And I was like, this is stupid. And then she said, I'm just going to. And then I was like, oh, never mind. They're going to come out right now.
0: We I was so distracted by how beautiful Nyla looked in this. Her makeup looked so good. And bitches try so hard just to put fake freckles on their face. And she has them naturally. She's just so pretty. It makes me angry. But Dasha, you cannot wear a tight ass jumpsuit in that color. My God. You can't. It was like too tight. You can wear, if it was a dress, it would have been fine. But if you're wearing a skin tight jumpsuit, like not even, like it would have looked better on Renee. But she, it was like all one, like all one color. And there was like no like black belt or anything. And I was like, this just looks like a a, a failed nude illusion. That's a drag race term. <laughs> um nude illusion. Miss Cracker's nude illusion was not very good. But Shea Coulee's nude illusion. And you know what episode that was.
1: No, I don't. I haven't watched it.
0: Yes, you did. Yes, you do. Which episode? It's it's the one where she wears that. It's the one where they're wearing all the different things that are in skin tones. Oh, yes. I have watched it. That, that noodle delusion. Got it. Cannot be topped. Or <laughs> noodle Uh <laughs> But yeah, she's going to explain for herself and then who comes out, John? Who comes out?
1: Oh, my God. The Not only just the, the banger of the century uh, <laughs> presents... The returning Vicky Guerrero to the ring. Um, this song is absolutely, it's the best thing AEW has put out. Um, well, I'm sorry. I'll say it is at least top five songs that they put out. Best
0: friends theme is in. best the top friends five is
1: great. um, <laughs>
0: Kill the best friends i
1: mean that might actually be the best friends one's pretty good and omega's theme song is pretty good and i actually really like the lucha bros theme mainly just because the beat is pretty great
0: and jericho's doesn't count because it's an actual song right. <laughs> but that song's a banger too and you're lying to yourself if you don't think
1: that oh absolutely but uh this song if you haven't heard vicky gurus new theme it is it is the greatest song ever created the history of everything
0: it's so good and i what i love about it is that they treated her entrance and that's the best entrance she's gotten like and that's better than anything she ever got in the wwe that (laughs) and she looked fucking fantastic that outfit head to toe flattering she looked great she looked so good i was like this is the vicky i wanted to see this is good shit she nailed it on the mic yes It's like they weren't having her be deliberately over top bad acting. It was like, this is Vicky Guerrero. She knows who she is and she's going to be passionate about it. You know, I was like, this is this is like midlife crisis, like the peak of like goodness, Vicky Guerrero. Like she's she's out of that hole.
1: Yeah. So like
0: the Cougar will obviously still make a comeback. Mm -hmm. But imagine that as a cosplay. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: So um Vicky Guerrero basically puts the entire women's division on notice uh which is great and I'm excited to to see where this goes
0: I love how they remixed her catchphrase in there
1: yes that's it's it's
0: so good it's
1: it's amazing it's such a great song
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna mention this now because obviously I can't like really say it later but I did not know, just speaking of the, like, the graphics and the audio visuals, I didn't know that they officially hired Nick Mondo to do them. I feel like I
1: remember hearing that, but...
0: Because I was was looking up for a specific person on the roster, and I, like, I didn't know that, and I was like, that's amazing. I was like, because that's what he does. Yeah. And because he did such a good job with Moxley's for Japan and for his AEW and he deliberately did misleading things on it. Mm-hmm. Deliberately. And and he did such a good job on both of them that Moxley was like, "Hey, you should come work for this." And then they hired him there and I was like, "That good for him. You can make like a really good living doing that." And he's doing a fucking great job. Yeah. I was like, "Good for fucking him. I'm so happy about that. It's so cool." Like that everybody just kind of sticks together and is like, "I know somebody who like would really do good at this, and they know that they don't just hire an outside person who knows nothing about wrestling. Yeah, they pick like people that know their shit, which I think is great. So I went. Do you think they would ever hire Jimmy Jacobs?
1: I think Jimmy is still with. Is he still with Impact?
0: Oh yes, Impact. I think he's I he's
1: doing fine. Which, uh, uh Marianne, I may I suggest. Maybe we oh, try. you!
0: I did see you too. May,
1: maybe we uh, check out Impact this week. Um, it's on Tuesday. I don't know if you're down, but um,
0: Impact makes me think of shitty Josh Ketch. X. I am Hollywood <laughs> X. <laughs> how,
1: how dare you! <laughs> we are best friends. We're uh, not, he's we're pretty not, great, he's except
0: great. he wears he wears that same Hulk Hogan shirt like way too often. And
1: hey. People he looks like recognize. such
0: a bro douchebag at all of PWG shows that I don't think he knows it, but that's how all the wrestlers know him <laughs> as the bro douchebag.
1: Hey, remember going outside and going to wrestling shows? What a time.
0: Oh, my God, um, John.
1: But yeah, I think, <laughs> I, I mean, a, a lot of crazy shit happened at Slammiversary last night. Um, And this week on Impact, they're doing Motor City Machine Guns versus the North. So. Motor City
0: Machine Guns, also known as Alex Shelley.
1: <laughs> how dare you?
0: I love Alex Shelley, except for his weird flounder eyes.
1: Chris, Sa- Chris Sabin is a former TNA World Champion. How dare you?
0: We know your feelings of Chris Sabin, okay?
1: Hail Sabin. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I-, I think um we'll talk about that a little more. I- I'm down. I think it'd be nice to review another show, seeing as MLW is just not doing anything and uh, you won't watch NXT. <laughs> I.
0: Oh, that's what we need to mention because we haven't mentioned this. <sighs> I almost called her by her old name. And then I forgot her new name. Oh, Tegan Knox coming out. Fucking good for her. Yeah, good shit. Apparently Sonia DeVille was a huge help. Oh. And great. was like her person that she really confided in. Very cool. And I am super happy about it. I was like, I love that bitch. And I was the day I found out I was wearing a Tegan Knox or a, a excuse me Nixon Newell shirt. And I was like, good shit. Good shit. Women in wrestling, yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, ma'am. Dakota Kiki want to Kai Kai.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> Kiki want to Kai Kai. I say that like randomly throughout the house. It's just—I remember the first time I saw it. I'm like, this is so fucking
0: annoying. It's so good, you guys. It's a Drag Race, Canadian Drag Race reference. They had a dis a diss track episode where they had to record an episode of when the girls said Kiki want a Kai Kai. And it was the funniest thing in the world. And I just said, uh, what did, what did I, and then I made a Koda Abushi reference for some reason. yeah what Well, did- cause I,
1: I like, said Koda on a Kai Kai.
0: Koda on a Kai Kai. And I was like, Ibushi. <laughs>
1: yeah. Man, I don't know.
0: Anyways, speaking just in conversations that nobody, we do this thing where we just do inside jokes <sighs> and then I don't care. But yeah. then we know that Dan is going to educate himself and figure it out. Yes. Oh, I did say I did tweet the other day that Priyanko is my favorite Canadian. Dan, I'm sorry. Oh man. I did not think of your feelings, and I feel I, like I should apologize. How dare you. Dan is in a bad spot right now, you guys. What? Canadians being fucking racist. But anyways. Oh yeah.
1: I was like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> what? Our son? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what happened? I talked to him every day. I would have known.
0: You talk to you talk to him way more than I do. I
1: talk to Dan every day. Yeah without fail every day
0: oh i just got a message from trent nice hold on okay oh it's because i sent him a um the have you ever heard of the panoramic dogs account
1: no oh the one where like the dog looks all fucked up retarded
0: because they tried to take a a picture and like a panorama photo and it like didn't and it like fucked up and i sent it to to trent and he went ooh this is good shit thank you and then he followed them and i was like you're welcome now put put shitty bow on there (laughs) (laughs) good shit we like greg on this podcast um but yeah like where were we even at
1: we were at the main event which uh the main event was john moxley defending the aew world championship against brian cage who is the ftw champion
0: who the fuck cares
1: um this match didn't really do much for me (laughs) It was it was fine. There was a lot of hard hitting stuff. It was interesting to see Moxley versus Cage for I think the first time ever. Um but uh, eh, I wasn't really feeling it. Um I did love Taz yelling screw you at Moxley as uh Moxley had was, Cage in the submission.
0: It was one of the more interesting Moxley matches and when I texted you telling you that I was falling asleep, it was not because of the match. It really wasn't. Um, it was very hard hitting. And I think Moxley kicked the shit out of Brian Cage. Yeah. Um, to me, it was pretty hilariously one-sided. Yeah. And that's why when Taz threw in the towel, I was like, loser, you talked so much shit. And you ended up having to throw in the towel.
1: Yeah. For your I don't. I don't.
0: Paul Heyman would never. <laughs>
1: I don't get this.
0: There's so much towel throwing in this promotion.
1: It's. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that, Marianne. We have already done this gimmick. Oh, like at my least God. Three or four times. I think this is the third time they've done this. I didn't even think about that. The other times think about like that.
0: accidents by other people, but I think this is the first time a manager is thrown in the towel. Other times it was like, I don't trust my partner enough to make it out of this. I'm throwing in the towel.
1: Well, MJF was the first one, I believe. Yes. And then I don't. Oh, my God. I can't fucking believe that that is so upsetting why do they keep continuously do this
0: this is the plot this is like the (laughs) never mind i was gonna make a star trek joke and then this is like the. (sighs) never mind i'll just make it this is like the holodeck like plot device (laughs) it's like the exact same thing where what happens is something always goes wrong with a holodeck and that's how they do every plot um (laughs) Wow. what a joke i just made uh (laughs) loser but yeah i didn't i thought this match was interesting because moxley like like really showed his grittiness in this like half the time it's like i'm not afraid to like bleed everywhere but this one is like i really don't care about your physical well-being i will fight like a fucking scrap animal i will be scrappy as shit i'm gonna be so scrappy that i will take off my danny havoc shirt i loved excalibur uh talking about danny havoc i thought that was great also something he would hate uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> bless danny havoc rest in peace dude uh, <laughs> i do i will say i'm just gonna go ahead and say it it's like obviously after this um no never mind just can just continue so he threw in the towel and mox who i noticed after he cut his hair has a very flat head in the back have you noticed that <laughs> kind of bothers me
1: oh no oh, yeah i judge
0: shapes no. of their heads <sighs> i mean this this match I, I don't really have a lot to
1: say i mean there was some so all right moves in it. And I thought the finish was lame. And now I think it's even more lame because you reminded me that we've done this towel gimmick at least two to three times already. And it's like, what are we what are we doing here? It's like, can we save this for something that like this whole Brian Cage Moxley? I,
0: I think that this towel throwing in made a lot more sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, it does. There's a
0: moment where you definitely should have because he was going to die.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> for the first time in his life
1: <laughs> yeah
0: who what is it that it says in the beginning where it was like who can like what like who can like cage like the cage or something like that like who, stop can the
1: who can stop the path of cage
0: and yeah, it's and immediately like, uh,
1: been stopped
0: <laughs> yeah it's been immediately been stopped but also in my head i went a cage oh, <laughs> like, an,
1: I an actual no cage path. right <laughs> So, I mean, uh, that's the end of the match. Lights go out. They come back on. Darby's back. So we're going to go to Darby versus Brian Cage.
0: Using the skateboard without actually skateboarding again.
1: Absolutely.
0: I don't. Until you show me your actual skateboarding moves, I'm not impressed.
1: Yeah. Um, And all
0: I saw was just you fucking up a bunch in front of Tony Hawk.
1: (laughs) So uh, next, that was that was AEW this week. Next week. We're going to have Hangman Page versus 5. Just one. It's a guy named 5. Evil East versus (laughs) Diamante is another match that's coming up. Uh, The internet doesn't like it. But I, mean,
0: why does not? Why does the internet not like this? Because uh, apparently, <laughs>
1: well, I'm I am not one hundred percent clear on the story, but apparently, Evil East sucks as a person.
0: Okay, as that's, a person, that makes sense. That's
1: all I know. Um, MJF is gonna fight. Um, young... This is
0: not the year to suck as a person at being a wrestler.
1: And me never, before, it never. It never is.
0: People, well, before people would kind of just like like brush it off. Yeah. Like we always knew that there were certain wrestlers that were just like not good people. Right uh Bubbery dudley um but we like ignored it and now it's like especially if you're like an indie wrestler and we find out you're shitty then that this year is not the year to be like that
1: Uh, yes absolutely um this year
0: is not the year to be outed as a piece of shit what else do i will pitch you against nick gage
1: my god Uh, Uh, We have the Young Bucks versus the Butcher and the Blade in a Falls Count Anywhere match and Jurassic Express versus Jake Hager and Chris Jericho. And Cody will defend the TNT Championship against an unnamed opponent.
0: I will say I did get special intel that this is going to be a guy from like the 2010s era of CZW.
1: So Jonathan Gresham, great, perfect.
0: 2010s area era of CZCZW like late 2000s like yeah I'm not gonna say my intel but I do know that that is a fact who it is
1: my god all right well no so, we'll, we'll see but
0: we I don't know who it is otherwise I uh, would probably accidentally spoil it for you but Prob- yeah <laughs>
1: that's how guess, you know folks that's how that's you know. how you
0: know that i don't actually know because it, i would have spoiled it already there you go and i don't know if they're going to uh announce it ahead of time or if it's going to be a going to be a surprise so Well, they we'll didn't see.
1: they didn't announce ricky starks ahead of time it seems like they pick and choose who they announce ahead of time which is it would
0: be hilarious if it was eddie kingston
1: oh my god please let it be eddie kingston
0: I, I would die if he came out in his Buffalo Wild Wings colored. Like,
1: I would. Be, I would be so happy. That would be. His
0: like his like lazy pajama pants that are Buffalo Wild Wings colored. Hell
1: yeah, let's do it.
0: <laughs> also, <laughs> it's a dragon, dragon.
1: Um, I just found out. I think Chris Dickinson is a Mets fan. So, oh my! Wait,
0: I think I knew that.
1: So now he is one hundred percent my new favorite wrestler. <laughs>
0: You guys, if you find out that Eddie wrestlers are Mets fans, you need to tell Johnny immediately.
1: Oh, I immediately followed. I think I've immediately followed two indie wrestlers because I found out they were Mets fans. I just was like instant what's follow. What's the
0: one guy whose gear is literally like Mets stuff?
1: Um, oh, my God. What's his name? Shit. I saw him he wrestle. on the
0: West Coast.
1: Yeah, I saw him wrestle. Right? I saw him wrestle. Um At the at GCW. All right, I can't remember.
0: Yeah, I remember because you were really excited about it. Speaking of the Mets, I did watch Kung Pao Enter the Fist. If you guys do not have anything to do during this quarantine and you need to pick me up, I know you can't find it on any streaming service anywhere, but please watch Kung Pao Enter the Fist. I don't care that a lot of people think it's racist. Is a fucking hilarious movie. Also, now batting Mike Piazza.
1: (laughs) Now batting Mike Piazza. Yes, indeed.
0: Don popped real hard for that.
1: I did. Absolutely. I believe After we got talk about movie
0: Bell, as I an adult.
1: Yes. Um, all right. So that's it for us this week. Join us again next week. We're gonna talk about AEW Dynamite and possibly Impact. We'll see. I would I would like to watch it, Marianne. I would like to watch Impact.
0: I the thing with these is you need to give me
1: links. I got l- you. Links. I got you gotta you.
0: get me links. I got uh, you. don't worry about it. I got you, girl. Yeah, I got you, girl. All right, so on, you need to you need to just go watch Drag Race now because I'm <laughs> gonna accidentally spoil it for you.
1: Well, I gotta go watch fucking the horror show at Extreme Rules.
0: Oh shit!
1: Oh boy! Please,
0: please, please give me. Uh, I'm just gonna put my alerts on for your life. A live tweeting, John live tweeting experience.
1: Well, just I'll give you the just watch the stream. We're gonna talk about it immediately after. Just oh no, meet, I want. Just- Mute the
0: comment because Just... I want I because I have watched pay-per-views before and I imagine it in your voice
1: oh, okay well I'm probably will be live tweeting as well but let's uh let's get on out of here you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio
0: you can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moon Salt and you can follow Johnny P
1: at JP Thrice
0: my mom made a Westeros bacon cheeseburger joke the other day Hell uh on. and I laughed um. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Still SoundCloud, if that's your jam as well. Uh, just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. We like to hear from you guys. Uh, also, every week, even if we don't ask, submit questions. Yeah, because yes. that gives us fun shit to do. So if we don't ask, that does not mean that we won't be answering your questions. Uh, even if we don't record, give us a question and we'll remember it the next week.
1: Yeah, so we'll add it we to the that. list.
0: Give me shallow shit to say, dog. Uh,
1: head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com or patreon.com slash notlg. But I guess um, since, you know, no one can wear a fucking mask, uh, support your friends who are artists. Uh, retweet them, buy stuff from them. Just help them out any way you can. And
0: Etsy, I would say pro wrestling kids, but apparently they're in trouble.
1: Oh. apparently
0: they did something shitty during like boarding at their store and just being shitty yeah well they've Um, always been shitty (laughs) yeah they've always been shitty and it sucks that that's the way you do it uh orange cassidy has new merch um i am going to be i found out recently after tweeting that i the only body baby body pillow that i would ever you know what a body pillow is right you
1: sent me a picture one
0: yeah so the only weeby body pillow i would ever get is if it had orange cassidy on it because that would be super funny and apparently you can get them custom made don told me I was like, that's the only one I'd ever do. And Jaren would approve of this because I feel like Jaren would unabashedly, I think he may even own a body pillow. There you go. You're dumb, Jaren. Um, but he got, did he tell you that he got in trouble for wearing his Minoru Suzuki hoodie at work? No. His Minoru Suzuki choke, choking out Trump
1: oh, yeah, yeah, hoodie yeah, yeah. at
0: work. And I was like, well, first of all, why were you we wearing a hoodie at work? It's like 90 degrees outside and you live in Salinas. Ugh yeah that's a good shirt to own but yeah support those people if you even even if you don't want to pay them like don't want to go through pro wrestling tees uh hit them up other ways. like how uh jaren did with chris dickinson or um i know you can do that with other wrestlers i'm probably going to do that with simon grim you know just give them the money like directly yeah if they have the stuff on them definitely do that with like dan barry's been doing it and again i'm going to shout out that podcast that he's been doing with Bill Carr. It's very funny. They yeah. did one where they talked about uh, their experience watching Unsolved Mysteries. If you have not seen that shit, watch it. It will scare you and blow your mind. Uh, Robert Stack's not on it, but that doesn't matter right. um, because he's like dead now, isn't he? But anyways, so, yeah. 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 Rate right and review us. Support your local artists. Do what you can because people, some people can't, aren't lucky making money. So
1: There you go. Alright, Marianne. There's only one thing left to do, so if you will...
0: Throw in the towel.
1: Damn.
0: (laughs) This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com.